I'm Amarachi Crystal, and you're listening to Life by Amarachi Podcast, where I and my guests share our life experiences and inform you from an analytical and mental health perspective. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes I upload. Subscriptions are now on a monthly basis for as low as 99 cents per month to as high as $9.99 per month. Donations are also welcome through the support link on Linktree and Cash App. If you cannot financially support, share the podcast with your community to grow the podcast listenership. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and a voice message that can be highlighted on an episode. All subscriptions, donations, voice messages, and episode links will be in the show notes. Hello, how are you feeling today? If you're feeling good, that's wonderful. And if you're not, that's okay because we can't be on 10 all of the time. I think I said this on episode one, and I'm going to say this every time. Today, I'm feeling all over the place, but surprisingly, I'm still riding above water. (laughs) I think what's keeping me from drowning in my sorrows is the fact that I've been in a major creative space. I've been creating more art writing more and with this podcast i'm able to create through speech i've been able to communicate my emotions through these outlets if you're unable to find a home for your emotions know that you can always lie in them make them your bed for a short moment and breathe through them with each breath speak out what worries you what's hurting you What's just living in you that's not making you feel great? Speak it out with each breath and release. Do this for about five minutes each day, five minutes each moment. Is breath work, and to be honest, breath work saves lives. Today's episode is going to be about trauma, specifically childhood trauma. We'll talk about what childhood trauma is and how it might show itself in our life. I've had experiences in my childhood and adolescence that were traumatic, and about 70% of those traumatic experiences came from my family, and about 30% came from the outside world. These experiences influenced how I saw the world and the kind of adults I was becoming, especially in my 20s. I'll share with you some of the changes I made to focus on my healing. So what is childhood trauma? Childhood trauma is also known as adverse childhood experiences or complex trauma. It's when children go through a range of experiences that classify as psychological trauma. These might include neglect, abandonment, sexual abuse, physical abuse, and verbal abuse. Children may also experience a parent or sibling being treated violently, or there is a parent with a mental illness. These events have profound psychological, physiological, and sociological impacts that can have negative lasting effects on the health and well-being of children. 
Childhood trauma shows up in a person's attachment style and relationship. It has an effect on physical health, emotional responses, and behavior. It can affect a person's thinking and ability to learn, a person's concept of self and their future orientation. It can cause long-term health consequences and dissociation. It can also impact a person economically. Out of the number of ways childhood trauma can affect someone, I'll speak on two that I feel are necessary to connect with. I found this information on the National Child Traumatic Stress Network, which I'll leave in the show notes for you guys to check out. Let's talk about how childhood trauma affects attachment and relationship. The importance of a child's close relationship with a caregiver cannot be overestimated. Through relationships with important attachment figures, children learn to trust others, regulate their emotions, and interact with the world. They develop a sense of the world as safe or unsafe and come to understand their value as individuals. When those relationships are unstable or unpredictable, children learn that they cannot rely on others to help them. When primary caregivers exploit and abuse a child, the child learns that they are bad and the world is a terrible place. The majority of abused or neglected children have difficulty developing a strong, healthy attachment to a caregiver. Children who do not have healthy attachments are more vulnerable to stress. They have trouble controlling and expressing emotions and may react violently or inappropriately to circumstances. Our ability to develop healthy, supportive relationships with friends and significant others depends on whether we develop those kinds of relationships in our families first. A child with a complex trauma history may have problems in romantic relationships, in friendships, and with authority figures, such as teachers or police officers. Childhood trauma also affects emotional responses. Children who have experienced complex trauma often have difficulty identifying, expressing, and managing emotions and may have limited languages for their feelings. They often internalize and or externalize stress reactions and as a result may experience significant depression, anxiety, or anger. Their emotional responses may be unpredictable or explosive. A child may react to a reminder of a traumatic event with trembling, anger, sadness, or avoidance. For a child with a complex trauma history, reminders of various traumatic events may be everywhere in the environment. This child may react often, react powerfully, and has difficulty calming down when upset. Since the traumas are often interpersonal, even mildly stressful interactions with others may serve as trauma reminders and trigger intense emotional responses. Having learned that the world is a dangerous place where even loved ones can be trusted to protect you, children are often vigilant and guarded in their interactions with others and are more likely to perceive situations as stressful or dangerous. While this defense mechanism is protective when an individual is actually under attack, it becomes problematic in situations that do not warrant such intense reaction. Alternately, many children also learn to tune out or become emotionally numb to threats in their environment, making them vulnerable to re-victimization. Difficulty managing emotions 
is pervasive and occurs in the absence of relationships as well. Not learning how to calm themselves down once they are upset, many of these children become easily overwhelmed. For example, in school, they may become so frustrated that they give up on even small tasks that present a challenge. Children who have experienced early and intense traumatic events also have an increased likelihood of being fearful all the time and in many circumstances. They are more likely to experience depression as well. To share a little bit about my childhood trauma journey, I'll be honest and say that I've experienced neglect, physical abuse, and verbal abuse from the ages of 7 to 25 by family members. I've also experienced some trauma outside of my family, but the ones with my family absolutely stick. I didn't have a healthy attachment with my father growing up, and my mother and I had loads of tumultuous moments, which caused a rift in our relationship multiple times. I can't say the relationships with my siblings were ideal either. Some of them, if not all, were the cause of my trauma. I don't remember truly feeling safe and protected in the presence of my family, and feeling alone in the world was a true reality for me. I don't completely trust my family to be emotionally supportive, and even any other form of external support still feels strange and a bit forced. But of course, I appreciate any amount of effort that's made, currently speaking. I know it's not easy for them as well. I mean, in some instances, we faced a lot of these traumatic experiences together. I'm sure they also need healing as well. Due to my traumatic childhood experience, I have my boss with depression, which is still an existing struggle in my life now. My adverse childhood experience affected my romantic and friendship life as well. I had a lot of failed relationships and friendships that turned out to be toxic for me and I'm sure for the other people as well. But I'm not one to lament and sit in the victim's seat for the rest of my life, nor am I one to continue traumatizing or be traumatizing myself and the people around me. So, at the age of 32, to fix what was a toxic romantic relationship, I finally decided to go to therapy. I've tried seeking therapy in my 20s, but it never stuck because although I don't regret any of my experiences, I wasn't connecting the dots to the reasons why a lot of the things, especially in my relationships with other people outside of my family, were not working out for me. I was still holding on to the experiences and the pain it was causing. Because of the energy that exists within me though, I did not and could not give up on my growth. Seeking therapy is by far the best decision I've ever made. I still have some more healing to do because breaking old habits is not easy and forgetting the trauma is also not an easy task. But I am prepared for all the work necessary to be the best version of myself. I can say that I do wish and long for my family to talk from our hearts about what we all experience to take ownership of things that we each, including myself, did to hurt one another and to agree to be kinder and more compassionate to one another. If that ever happened, it would build understanding between us. 
It would create less tension during the holidays and at family gatherings. And as a family, we would collectively heal and collectively fight against generational trauma. But in the meantime, in between time, all I can do is continue to work on my healing and therapy and do my part, this podcast being one of them, to tell my story, to tell our stories and grab a hold on generational trauma. If this episode brought something up for you, whether it's a reflection on your childhood, make sure to connect to the why and ask yourself, what can you do differently today? And how can you support yourself in your knowledge of your own adverse childhood experience? I will always recommend a healthy way or a healthy outlet to release and deal with whatever childhood trauma is standing in your way of growth. I continuously advise everyone to go to therapy mostly when you second-guess therapy. It might mean you need it the most. Even though I prefer and would always recommend psychotherapy and talk therapy, there are so many forms of therapy out there. I found a quiz by mywellbeing.com that you can take to find out what form of therapy best suits you. I'll put the link in the show notes. Remember that self-care is not only about spas and binge watching your favorite shows. It isn't all about brunch or a vacation to get away from your responsibilities. Self-care is about taking care of your inner child. Let that inner child get the healing and love they did not receive. Healing from childhood trauma and trauma altogether is most necessary to cultivate the kind of world that we want to live in and the world for the children that come after us. It's about the kind of life we want to lead. I'll end this episode with a quote I found on Facebook from a page called Intelligence is Sexy. And it goes like this. Childhood trauma can lead to an adulthood spent in survival mode, afraid to plant roots, to plan for your future, to trust, to let joy in. It is a blessing to shift from surviving to thriving. It is not simple, but there is more than survival. Thank you so much for listening and sharing space with me today. And remember to take care of yourself and your mental health because you all deserve it.